welcome back to the Supporting Nico with Karis podcast. And do we have an absolute queen for you today? I spoke to Elena from Pearl Beauty and she was just an absolute dream. If you haven't tried Pearl Beauty, you need to. Her products are absolutely incredible. The multi-purpose sticks, they blend out perfectly. Like honestly, my favorite thing in the whole world. So whenever I got her on the podcast, I was buzzing. So we spoke about how she has a massive range of upcoming products and I'm so excited. How she has such a good range of products that they appeal to everyone. You know, all ages, all skin tones, there's something for you, I promise. And kind of how it was moving to Northern Ireland and working with her husband, Paddy. Everything will be linked in the episode description. So if you haven't, do go over, have a little look at her Instagram and do treat yourself to one of the Pearl Beauty pieces. I can honestly vouch and say I love all of them. The new bronzers, the multi-purpose sticks, highlighters, everything. I'm such a huge fan. Go check her out and let's good chat here. I'm obviously Canadian. I think that comes across with my accent. <laughs> Always been in the beauty industry. I kind of was that person. I'm sure everyone has that person in a friend group who always did their hair and makeup, did their friend's hair and makeup. So I was always that person from literally no age, brought my neighbors over, got my cousins involved in bad haircuts, bad <laughs> makeup trials, included my brothers. Oh, which no. like It was just always me. Like it's no surprise whenever my friends back home like knew this natural progression onto like YouTube, Instagram, and then Pearl. Like it's just like, yeah, of course Elena's going to do this because like this has always just been who she was. So I'm that rare personality that like I always knew exactly what I wanted from a very young age. I wasn't like, I don't know what I should do when I grew up. <laughs> I was like, nope, it's going to be in the beauty world in some aspect. I just don't know what exactly. So I was homeschooled until I was 12 and then went to school and I was like, this is my time to shine. I can do my hair and makeup every day. Amazing. And like, I loved it, which actually worked out in my benefit because I think people ended up trusting me because I was almost my own advertisement and I loved doing hair and makeup. So yeah. people were like, oh, I trust you based off of how you do yours. Can you do mine? So I kind of always had that rep in school from prom doing like eight other girls hair and makeup. It just kind of went the way it went. And then I think when it started to get more professional, as in I was like getting paid, I remember I worked at this camp in Canada called Muskoka Woods and the CEO is Northern Irish. So there was always like a random, actually Northern Irish influx of people that would work there. And one of my best friends to this day, she was a bridesmaid at my wedding. Her older sister was getting married and this is like, I'm 31. So I'm going to say 10 years ago, I think I was 19. No, no, maybe even more like 12 years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely like, (laughs) which is crazy. Her sister was getting married and she's like, can you do my hair and makeup? Cause I don't want to get it done with the girl that my sister hired, but can you come and do mine? And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I think I just did her hair actually. And I ended up having to fix all the bridesmaids <gasps> hair because they didn't like how the girl did oh, it. No. And I think from that, as in, I know from that, it was like word of mouth. And back then there wasn't, well, like we had Instagram, but it was truly like you posted a picture of your cat or like yeah. your friends. Like it was so like innocent. It wasn't yeah. really like a, you know, branding tool. It was all word of mouth. Like who did your bridesmaids hair? And then it was like, oh, my sister's friend. So it all went through that. And then the next summer I had 10 weddings based off of just doing that little fix up. And then after that I had like 25. And then I think I've done like well over like 150 weddings oh, like wow. during that portion 
like my business. And then I went to school for marketing for a year because my parents from that generation was like, okay, you need to just go somewhere, just pick anything. I don't care. Just go to school. I was like, okay, I'll go for marketing, which benefited in the long run, but like wasn't really vibing it. Stopped after a year. It was only a two year course and then took a year off, just worked, continue doing what I liked and then went back for fashion merchandising. It wasn't in the beauty realm, but I think there was an aspect to it with like the photo shoots and stuff like that. After that, I started to work for, I was obviously doing weddings throughout the year. I started working for Anastasia Beverly Hills as like a brand rep, but also like there's trainer, pro trainer in all the Sephoras. So oh, wow, in Canada, okay. there's Ontario, there's all the Sephoras. So I'd go to different Sephoras and train the Sephora employees on our brand, like on the new launches or how to use the products better so that they have a better experience with the consumer yeah. or the customer that comes. So every brand kind of has like what I was for that brand. Yeah. So I was doing that. I was doing weddings and events on the weekends. And then coming up to eight years ago, this January is when I started my YouTube channel. This is a really long story. (laughs) honestly I need to learn how to like chat about a little bit I think it was just coming to that time I think I was doing a little like online content for this online beauty magazine and I was like I could do this myself like I love watching YouTube I know I could do this I love to obviously talk and I was in that world of like training other people so I knew I was like kind of educational in how I taught people and then I also was just passionate, like passionate about hair and makeup. So I started eight years ago in January on YouTube, two videos a week without obviously any pay or any reason to do it other than full on passion. And a year and a half after I was able to go full time with it. So I think timing, perseverance, passionate, and then consistency was the recipe for it now being a job and also leading me the footsteps to Pearl Beauty because I knew I knew I wanted to launch something that was mine, but I knew I needed an audience to launch it because yeah. I know it's so hard for someone to have a dream, which a lot of you know creative minds have a dream, but then how do you get that? word out there, right? So I knew I needed an audience and especially moving from Canada to Northern Ireland, it was around nine months after I started YouTube, I moved here. So most of my career online has been in Northern Ireland. Speaking, I think people already put me in like the North American box, especially if I wasn't like showcasing where I lived as much. My YouTube audience is still very much a North American audience where like Instagram is very much British or UK Ireland just because it's more in the moment, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, I guess Pearl Beauty came, oh my gosh, how many years ago, pre-lockdown, I was pregnant with my second second child. There's no perfect timing. I'll tell you that. But it just kind of came around where we're like, okay, I want to do this. Like we just need to do it. So Patty was researching like manufacturers and we knew we wanted to start with a manufacturer in South Korea because we wanted to come out with a multi-purpose lip and face Mm -hmm. stick. So cream products are top of the top in South Korea. Because of COVID, we couldn't really go to like um, a convention, like a beauty convention to like meet that industry face to face and go around. It was all online. And like when you go online for those kinds of places, it's not like it's an easy sell with their sites, like put their time into their websites. After trial and error, because we went through a couple manufacturers and I just wasn't incredibly happy with what we were getting. We stumbled across the one that we now have and have a great working relationship with. And Pearl 
Animal Beauty just kind of came to life. And Patty was there from the very beginning. Obviously, we're very different roles, but we work seamlessly. And I think because at the time when he was working for NIE, he was working from home because of lockdown. And I guess throughout that whole like behind the scenes stage where no one knew anything about Pearl Beauty, we were working together at home. And we, I think, just realized like how well we do work together. I know it doesn't work for everyone and it shouldn't work for everyone, yeah. but our personality types and how we work we work well together and we don't fight or well we do fight but like, you know like it's not a recipe for disaster yeah. thankfully because I definitely need him he's more of a risk adverse person he's very factual list oriented tiny details matter where I'm like the dreamer I see the big picture I know what I want I just don't know how to get there sometimes but also with age I think starting later in my life like we launched when I was 29 had a big part to play because I know for sure what my weaknesses are I knew I needed help I knew I couldn't do this on my own and I'm the first person to say I can't do this on my own I have people in place that do things that are better than I could ever do it So I obviously wanted Patty to be a part of it full-time earlier, but I also knew it had to be a decision that he made based off of his career was an electrical engineer. It's a big move. Like it's a a risk move. And so I think after numbers and lists and like seeing where the future was going, I think it was an opportunity that he personally thought I'll like regret not taking it kind of. So yeah, (laughs) that's a long way around getting to. It's a lovely uh, story though for everyone but yeah it just it was a natural progression it really was that is so nice so kind of speaking of what is your big inspiration so you always wanted to start with the cream products especially the multi-use like I'm obsessed with them I've got everyone I know on them like I love them so what was the big inspiration because obviously you started your core four and you've gone into bronzers and highlighters and I know you've so many more products in the works which I'm buzzing about. Yes. So going back to whenever I did makeup for weddings or events or just friends and family and paying customers in general, I felt like my biggest or the biggest response was, oh, but you did it. I wouldn't be able to do this. And I was like, it always kind of like came back to me. And let's be honest, the beauty industry is so saturated. We don't need more makeup. Yeah. And so literally I want to reduce the choice. I wanted to create a collection, the core for where you're going to wear one of the colors guaranteed. I've been on PR lists for eight years now and I always grab the same colors. Do I need 500 nude mauve lipsticks? No, but I still grab it because I know I love it. I know it makes me feel good. It makes me feel confident. And a lot of people are like me and I'm in this industry. So I can only imagine the typical everyday person who is so intimidated with choice. If I'm getting intimidated by choice online, I can only imagine the everyday person wanted to cut the stress, cut the choice and create products that actually work minimal with impact, but also make you feel confident in using it. But then also like wanting to come back to try more because of how good it worked for you. Yeah. So I guess coming down the line with the core four, there will never be more than eight products a collection. So there's the core four and then you'll see in 2023, there's a four more collection. Amazing. Yeah, we were just in uh, Florida there and I specifically bought extra products because I thought I want something subtle. You know, it's so warm. I didn't want to be doing full makeup, but I was like, I need just something to put on every day. So I have my little Pearl Beauty selection. Do you know when you go out and you're like, I don't have any makeup on really, but I feel so nice. You'll pose for photos and all this. And I was like, yes, this is the dream. I love it. Love hearing that. (laughs) 
So what would an average day look like for you then, Elena? Oh my gosh, there is no average day. (laughs) So with Pearl Beauty, I still have, I guess, quote unquote, Elle Pearls is Mm -hmm. the online brand, me in general, which is a weird thing. But I think nowadays everyone has an own personal brand. So that is still my income. That is like my job. I don't get paid by Pearl Beauty. Patty is the only payroll employee. So you probably should ask him that because he always has meetings, emails. He's on the ball every single day. I'm a little bit more all over the place. I get dragged into some of those meetings if it concerns me. I'm more of the making the product, setting up the vision, corresponding with the talent side, my social media manager, getting the word out, and then all the background, but he's like the nitty gritty. So my days... I couldn't tell you because it's random every day, but Patty probably has a little bit more of a set schedule. (laughs) And how do you both manage the kids with this? Because I know obviously you have your two gorgeous children. So what's that like? Yeah, I think initially whenever we were in the behind the scenes stage, it was a little hectic. I just had my second baby, Oscar, and it was lockdown, which I think was almost a blessing in disguise because everything kind of chilled out. Yeah. So I think I actually chilled out a little bit too. And Patty was home, which again was another blessing in disguise. So we were able to get a lot more done than if he was at work and then back at five and starting from there. I honestly have to credit his family. Like they have been so incredible. His mom is so helpful. His sister's helpful. His dad is so like. They're honestly so incredible. We wouldn't have been able to do it without his family, their support and help consistently. Even my parents like coming over when they could to like help. So family has been major. And then we did finally get them into like some kind of nursery because we were, I I think, trying to do it all. And I was like, I'm running on empty and this is not good for me. Patty's the kind of person that will be like, no, it's fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. And doesn't complain where I would complain and be like, I'm going crazy. Like, I can't do this all. And then it's like guilt and all this stuff where I was like, no, like we literally are doing so much. Like this is needing to happen. So now all of our oldest is in P1. So she's in like a structured, oh, yeah. you know, five days of school. But Oscar has one day with just Patrick and I. It's like we're holding on to the little two-year-old stage Aww. before he's school as well. But other than that, he is either with a grandparent or at nursery and then all is in school. So I think it's easier now, but there definitely was a stage there where (laughs) it was a little, a little sketchy. (laughs) And it's nice that you still have that one day a week with Oscar. Do you know, you can kind of put business almost to the side as much as you can and just kind of be a little family, obviously missing Olive, but you kind of have that. You have to put that in your routine. That was something, even when I was only on YouTube and Instagram as L Pearls, that was something that was always important to me. I know I am not a workaholic. I don't love work that much. I really put my family and friends and life in general at a high standard and it's quality of life. I'm sure my online presence could have been a lot further down the line if that's all I cared about. But for me, it just wasn't my priority. It never was. And I think having a grounding community, family, you know, keeping us responsible and checking in has really helped with that. Yeah. Whenever the kids are home, we're off and we're focused. And then when they go to bed, we might have to go back on because that's a startup for you right there. Yes. When we're with them, we are with them for sure. Amazing. So kind of a bit of a spin, but how does it make you feel whenever you see people kind of sharing Pearl Beauty and wearing it? And do you know that kind of different types of people? Because I know like I love it. 
And then even like my mom and my sister, my sister actually just went and bought, she was like, I'll just buy it all because I know I'll wear it, you know, just based on me. And I was like, oh, wow, do you know, Yay. thought you'd start with one. She's like, no, I'll just buy the lot. So how does it yeah. make you feel like it's your little baby? It is. It truly feels like Pearl was a baby back last November is when we launched. And that was one of my goals was because I had an audience prior to launching, I knew I would have the support purchase. I knew that. It was the repurchase that I was really focused on that I wanted someone to put it on. And like you said, be like, oh my gosh, like, I think my mom would like this. Or, oh my gosh, I think my friend, but like, I actually like want to talk about it. Yeah. And for only launching one product in four colors, it spread like wildfire. Like I couldn't believe, I think it exceeded what I expected, but I screenshot every single DM to me, comment, email, anything that's a little bit more personalized. And some of those stories are just incredible about switching over from another brand to Pearl or just like finding like a loyalty in it. And our customer return rate is very high for a new brand. And I feel really grateful. And it is crazy because I still get people being like, I didn't really know. I just like wanted to support you because I like you. But like, (laughs) honestly, I love it. Or the best was I was over in London for a friend's, uh, I was doing her makeup for her wedding and she had a different makeup artist in the other room and I was only doing hers. Like it was just to, don't do weddings anymore. I want to clarify (laughs) that. It was just to do her a favor. And I forgot a brush or something. So I asked other makeup artist if I could borrow one and she was so lovely and said yes and then I guess one of the girls were like oh and she owns this brand called Pearl Beauty and the makeup artist was like oh I use Pearl Beauty I love it I didn't I even know that. that like didn't even know like I and I love that's also another big part I didn't want to feel like it was L Pearl Beauty yeah. like I wanted it to very much be its own thing obviously I knew what I was the biggest marketing force behind it but I wanted it to be its own brand and not like my face stuck on it because I wanted to go long and far. (laughs) Amazing. And one thing you do so, so well, especially with all your photos and kind of testers almost is you get such a range of people from like different skin tones to different ages and everything. And it really does appeal to everyone. Like I just think it's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. That's definitely something that was so important to me even Patty's mom being in our very first yes. photo shoot and a recurring guest. I think she's everyone's favorite face on Pearl Beauty. And she's 62. And I feel like that generation, I can speak for my mom as well, who's 65. They want to feel included still. They yeah. love all this beauty stuff, but sometimes there's that little gap of like, oh, I'm too old for that. Yes. Or, oh, it doesn't appeal to me where I hear people who are 45 and they're like, I also give it to my 13 year old because I know she can wear it too. And it's not intimidating. You know, it's like all of it's so natural for all of to even like pick up Girl Next Door, which oh. is her favorite color. You can't wear it to school, but you can wear it on the weekends. Like she absolutely loves it. So it is, I think that is something I'm really proud of about that. Like it's such a range. It doesn't like lock us into a category, quite a range, which is really lovely to see. Oh, it's amazing. So you haven't been going that long, but I know you have done different markets and you've some more markets coming up, which is just amazing. How have you found them? Was it a bit scary kind of coming in, say your first market, or were you just super welcomed into like the small business community? Yeah, I think again, kind of like how this whole industry started of me just being so naturally a part of it and people just expecting it. It just kind of felt like the right way to go. And so everyone was kind of expecting it, I felt just was like the next step for me anyway. So I think 
just even with how the launch went and everything, and then being a part of local pop-ups. And we absolutely have an incredible response with Northern Ireland in general. It's been so receptive, which is really lovely. And still having such a strong Canadian audience is really, really important to me because obviously being Canadian, it's just so lovely to see the support over there, even though like we're trying so hard to get the duties (laughs) down, but like people are still like forking it out to get some pearl beauty there, which is just amazing. But yeah, definitely over the next couple of years, hopefully making that a little bit more accessible. But yeah, I think we are very aware of where it's founded and like where we're from. Um, And I think people, especially I can speak for Northern Ireland, have like a strong loyalty to something Mm -hmm. that comes from this small country. So yeah, we're just feeling really grateful and people have been so kind and so supportive and so including of us, which is really lovely to see. Oh, fantastic. So have you thought about ever doing, do you like with other businesses, like any sort of collaborations, whether it's like even artwork on the packaging or different colors or shades or products or anything? Honestly, no. (laughs) Now that you say that, like, no. I know we have like a three-year plan, a five-year plan, Mm -hmm. and a 10-year plan. Even though I'm a creative mess, I love a good plan. Yes, I love a good yes. yearly plan. No, Pearl is kind of its own thing. And yeah. I think it takes its own stage just by being simple and like yeah. fuss free. Yeah. Um, oh, I I've that. thought about that a lot, even with like collaborating with a person or like someone in the industry. And I was like, as of right now, no. And I think that's fair because we're what, 10 yeah. months in from launch. So come back in a couple of years, or you might see in a couple of years. But as of right now, I think we just are really trying to like get brand awareness out. And I think staying true to the whole ethos of Pearl and the branding itself is really important before getting too complicated with adding other to it. And her just stand tall as she is, like, as you say, no fuss. I love it. I honestly love it. Um, so I know you mentioned your four more coming next year, but you've also been teasing lots online, powders and eyeshadows, mascara, everything. So is there anything else you can give us a little teaser for coming soon? Yeah. So end of November, we're going to be doing the core four setting powders. And that's Amazing. also something where people are really appreciative of because we're a small brand, we still make sure we hit every color. It would be yeah. so much cheaper and so much easier to do a one size yeah. fits all. And I would even go as far to say some big brands don't even have mm-hmm. as big as a range as us. So I'm very proud of that. And it's mm-hmm. very important to me. So core four setting powders. And then we also have the core four. I'm not going to say the name of them, but you might have seen a couple sparkly moments <gasps> and they Stunning. Like I'm honestly, so the most beautiful creamy but powder but sparkly <laughs> eyeshadow formula. I'm and then next it. year, yes, yeah. I did tease something in a question, a QA thing mm-hmm. where with the core four multi-purpose sticks, which are our baby. That was the first ever product, um, which kind of set the tone of the brand. Very wearable, easygoing colors, but the four more is kind of in the name. It's giving you more. Yeah. A little bit more extraness. So yeah, that's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm so excited. Literally going to be always on the page. Anything new, I'm like, I need it. I need Yay! all the colors. I need everything. We love it. We love it. <laughs> so you mentioned about your three-year, five-year and 10-year plans. Can you give us a little bit of an insight on what is the big dream for the future? Yeah, I think Patty sometimes like reins me in a little bit because I'm like, <laughs> 
gosh, I see this, this and this. Um, and he's so practical, which I love. Um, but then I also give him a bit of an yeah. excitement because he's almost so, you know, safe zone. I'll go as far to say as my three-year plan would be to be in a well-known store. Amazing. There's two, one in oh. the UK and one in North America that I would really, really, yes. really like. So that's the three-year plan. I'm going to push it before the five years. That is my very exciting core, our goal. Yes. So we're exclusively sold online, mm-hmm. and we'll for local. You know, in Northern Ireland, we have the pop-ups every so often, which is really great because I think it's still so nice to have an in-person experience to yeah. touch and feel, and you know, apply the products because it's always different than online. Like that's why we try to show as many faces, age yeah. brands, colors as possible, so that you're getting the best version of it, but it's still not the same as obviously in real life. Yeah, that's the three-year plan. Hopefully, hopefully something big. I'm speaking it out. Well, I did see, now I hope it's the same one. I did see there is a big beauty store brand coming to the UK potentially soon. Is there? Yes. Oh my gosh, I don't know what it is. I feel like really bad that I'm like, oh, like really? Like with an S? Yes. Really? To the UK? Yeah, and I assume London. I know, I know, I know. Whenever we were in Florida, I was like, I need to buy everything because we don't have it at home. I know. Okay, wait, the whole store or the brand? I'm not sure. Stay tuned. Yes, (laughs) I'm excited, but hopefully it means it'll be even closer. Oh, imagine. Oh, I love it. Imagine. Ooh, that'd be good. Very exciting. Uh, So just to finish up, Elena, it's been so lovely chatting to you. What would be your favorite local business? Oh my goodness. To narrow down to one (laughs) is really hard. Okay. You can have a few if you need. I know it is really hard. Oh, but then if I do a few, I feel like I'm going to like miss out on other. You know what? I'm just going to go with the one that literally was the first one that came into my head, Mm -hmm. um, which I feel like people know if they're on the North Coast, which would be Olivia's Haven. Yes. I think Olivia Burns has just done a fantastic job. She knows exactly who she is, what the brand is all about. She has strong branding and obviously her sense makes sense. (laughs) And she's just such a lovely person. I think that's why it came to my head. And she was just so encouraging of me and knew about Pearl before Pearl launched and has had great advice and has just been, yeah, really, really sweet. So that would be my first, but not only, but not only. I will (laughs) hold, underline that. Yes, Olivia was, she was one of our first guests on the podcast and I'm truly obsessed with her candles. Like anytime anybody gets a candle, it's Olivia's Haven. Midnight Carol (gasps) is like my favorite ever. Yeah. I get too scared to burn them just in case I somehow run out and I can't get them till next Christmas. Yeah. And her Christmas shop's like sold out already. Amazing. So worth it. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so, so much for coming to the podcast. It was so lovely to kind of virtually meet you and have a little chat about the business. It was so lovely getting to meet you. You are just such a ray of sunshine and just so lovely. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. As soon as I saw Pearl launching or even you teasing it, I thought, I need to get her on the podcast. I just know it's going to be good. And yes, such a massive fan of the business. Isn't she so, so lovely? I loved chatting to her. And as you know, I love the products. So if you haven't tried them, do please go and check them out, especially coming up to Christmas. Really perfect gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, and I really hope you did, do please go over Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, leave us a little rating or review, and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.